Hello, and welcome to the Squeaky Clean Energy Podcast, brought to you by North Carolina Sustainable Energy Association. I'm your host, Ben Stockdale. Hello, Squeaky Clean listeners, and welcome to the 32nd episode of the Squeaky Clean Energy Podcast, bringing the latest in clean energy right to your ears. I'm so happy you joined us today, and before we get started with today's episode, I want to share an update with you on the latest webinar in NCSEA's Making Energy Work webinar series. On Tuesday, July 14th, NCSEA is teaming up with Environmental Entrepreneurs, also known as E2, to present a very special webinar to cover some of the key findings and provide a sneak peek for the upcoming North Carolina Clean Jobs Report. We'll be talking about the state of clean energy jobs in North Carolina, how COVID-19 has affected our industry, and how clean energy can be an economic recovery mechanism in the wake of this pandemic. To learn more and register for this webinar and others in the series, visit makingenergywork.com. So as you could probably tell by the title of this episode, there is a new clean energy podcast in North Carolina, and we couldn't be more excited. As soon as I learned about this exciting new show, I knew we had to get the host on Squeaky Clean to talk about how it came to be, and that's what we did. I'm really happy to share this interview with you because I think this new show is going to be really special and I'm so excited that you're learning about it on Squeaky Clean. Our featured NCSEA business member for this episode is EVGo, and we actually had Marcy Bauer from EVGo on a past episode of Squeaky Clean to talk about EVs, so please go check out that episode if you want to learn more about EVGo's work, and thanks to EVGo for being an NCSEA business member. And without any further ado, let's jump into the show, shall we? Clean energy. Clean energy. Our guest today is a marketing and strategic communications executive specializing in a range of industries focused on innovation and disruption. These include clean tech, finance, healthcare, and technology. She has worked with publicly traded, private, nonprofit, and startup companies to create, market, and tell their stories of innovation. Since 2012, our guest has worked extensively with clean tech companies, clean energy foundations, and has helped produce the past three clean tech summits with Dr. Greg Ganji. She is the host of the new IE Clean Tech podcast, Innovating to a Clean Economy. Friends of the pod, let's give a squeaky clean welcome to our very special guest today, Kirsten Williams. Kirsten, welcome to the pod. Thank you, Ben. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. Yeah. When I heard that there was another podcast coming up about clean energy, I was so excited because there are just not enough and there are so many stories to tell. So looking forward to this conversation and really happy you could join us today. A hundred percent. And congratulations on your work on this podcast. We are fans. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. So let's jump into this. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into clean energy and what are you doing right now? 
Sure. Uh, it actually happened through my financial communications work up in the Northeast. Um, one of my clients was a money manager with fund to fund assets specific to impact investing and sustainability of all things. And so I worked on promoting initiatives with adoption for solar and other renewable energy um, for a few years up there. And then I led North Carolina communications efforts for a foundation that was focused on renewable energy and other clean energy initiatives. And so from there, I've sort of worked with regional and national organizations, um, really talking about the economic benefits of clean energy uh, ecosystems. So um, businesses that fit into that, supply chains that fit into that, all related to economic growth. And then, of course, so that led to my work right now with Dr. Greg Ganji um, at UNC on the Clean Tech Summit and um, our current work right now to expand these conversations around clean tech specifically. It's really awesome to hear about the, the economic perspective that you have on clean energy because there are definitely different ways that people come to clean energy and different reasons that people support clean energy. But I've found that one of the most cross-cutting perspectives and reasons to support clean energy that a lot of people can get behind is the economic perspective and the fact that clean energy is such an important economic driver, especially in rural communities. You know, I mean, that's one of the things that we talk a lot about on this show is that clean energy is all over the state, whether you're talking about buildings in downtown Charlotte or downtown Asheville, but then you're also looking at Eastern North Carolina. So that's really great that you're talking about the economic benefits because that is so applicable and, and can resonate with so many different communities in our state. Yes. And, uh, you know, over the years, I've interviewed actually farmers in eastern North Carolina uh, around the Amazon wind farm when that was um, getting kind of started. And uh, there was a lot of excitement about that. And it, it the, the connection between agriculture and clean energy is solid. Um, there was a farmer that I spoke to there that literally named his wind turbines after his grandchildren because the income from those wind turbines were going to then help fund his grandchildren's education and allow him to remain in farming. So there's lots of benefits. Yes, speaking my language. Yes. I love that. Yeah, it's absolutely right where there's so many benefits and we can talk about that all day. But really what we're here to talk about is the work that you're doing with the UNC Institute for the Environment, and particularly their Clean Tech and Innovation Program. So let's talk a little bit about that. Let's start with the broader organization. What is the Institute for the Environment at UNC? And then after that, what is the specific program that you're working on? Yes. So the Institute for the Environment um, works to help solve the world's environmental challenges, um, essentially. So um, really to help improve the environment. And so with that goes a lot of collaboration across UNC. Uh, there's research going on um, at field sites. Um, there's outreach happening um, 
involving air and water research centers. Uh, we've got some drone action going on. Uh, and of course, clean tech. Awesome. Let's let's just take a little step back. What would you consider clean tech? Because there are a lot of different terms and phrases used to describe clean energy, renewable energy, clean tech, zero emissions. So, so why specifically clean tech and why is that important for the work that you're doing? Yeah, so great question there. Clean tech really does mean a lot of different things to different people, depending on what your lens is. Um, For us, clean tech is really a very inclusive term. Um, And even over the last few years with the Clean Tech Summit, there we've expanded um, how we view clean tech. So oftentimes it's it's solar and uh, energy storage, things like that. The clean tech really is anything that, any type of innovation that is helping the world to be cleaner. Uh, and that's across a various uh, across various different industries. So, for example, the circular economy, um, energy storage, of course, is huge. Mobility uh, initiatives in urban planning. Um, the ag tech is a huge part of clean tech. Um, and blue tech, which is something that was a little new to me personally, um, but this is clean technology initiatives um, involving the ocean. And so when you look at clean tech, it's almost an umbrella term now for so many different areas to innovate. Um, it, and it really, it, it's innovation that's helping um, uh, individuals make choices to participate and just make make the world a cleaner place. And we found that's something a lot of people can get behind. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's really important work. I think what you're touching on there in terms of trying to affect how individuals, consumers, companies act in the marketplace and in their daily lives is the importance of partnerships. And I know having been to the Clean Tech Summit, and actually that was one of my first experiences in clean energy. I just started working at NCSCA, and one of the first events I went to, probably the first event I went to within clean energy was the Clean Tech Summit. Nice. Yeah, I kind of felt like I was at, I mean, I don't want to say Disney World, but I kind of (laughs) felt like I was at like Disney World for clean energy. Everyone that I had been learning about in college, like Representative Zoka and Marcus Wilhelm and all these people that I had learned about were there and it was really it was really cool to to see all those people. So yeah, I love the Clean Tech Summit. But anyway, <laughs> the importance of partnerships I think is really key in you guys' work because when you have the Clean Tech Summit, you are having panels with different organizations, different businesses, stakeholders and leaders. Can you talk about the role that partnerships play in your work and maybe give us an example of what this looks like within what you're doing right now? Yes, for sure. And we're just so happy to hear that feedback about um, the summit. It's actually the largest clean tech event of its kind in the Southeast right now. Um, wow. So, um, and and it really, it, it that in and of itself really speaks to the role that partnerships play in clean tech. It's, it's collaborations, it's sharing information, and really introducing a whole next generation of clean tech leaders to what's possible. 
And mm. so um, the clean tech program um, is really involved with a lot of collaborations. So, you know, from the Dutch embassy to, um, you know, regional collaborations with, you know, Research Triangle Clean Tech Cluster, of course, NCSEA, um, you know, and others. But the, the real role of all of this partnership is to create this platform for engagement around clean tech. And um, that's historically been through the summit, uh, which, which um, we have mentorship um, opportunities for students at, at the event. There has been a, a career fair for students the last two years. And these are students from around the Southeast, not just specifically UNC students, we're really about collaborating around the region and lifting up this region as a clean tech leader. Um, so some of these longstanding relationships have really produced engagement opportunities and workforce opportunities uh, for, for students. So one of those being Bird's Eye Renewables. Uh, they've been um, uh, a collaborator and partner from the very beginning. I believe the first uh, event was in 2013, so quite some time ago, um, and um, they've been placing UNC clean tech interns for years, uh, and they're continuing to do so. Uh, so that's that's really kind of the the holistic view is create opportunities for international um, speakers and um, leaders to share information with us here, bring in national. Um, perspectives about topics we're all sort of watching within the clean tech space. Again, it is broad. And then connecting students um, with that information to then say, okay, can they help make a difference? Can they participate? Um, did they even know Internet of Things was helping to drive smart cities? Um, mm. You know, did they even know blue tech was a thing? You know, those types of things, just exposing and sharing that information um, is, is one of the things that, that we really try, um, you know, we really try to provide through the work that we do. Um, and the other thing is really motivate uh, students to, to act. Um, and one of the partnerships that we have uh, is with Stratasolar also. And this past year, we had an innovation award, um, which was about $10,000. Um, and so those types of partnerships collectively, and it's, it's really kind of an ecosystem to itself, um, really do help drive these conversations and stories of cool things people are doing to make a difference and contribute uh, economically to not only this region, but, but across the Southeast and world. So we are here primarily, you know, I, I got connected up with you because you're working on a very special project that I'm super excited about, which is a brand new podcast, which is so exciting. The podcast is called Innovating to a Clean Economy, and it's being presented by the Clean Tech and Innovation Program at the Institute for the Environment at UNC Chapel Hill. And as I understand, you are going to be the host. So when our squeaky clean listeners become innovating to a clean economy listeners, they will hear your voice on the show, which we are so happy about. And that's why we wanted to get you on the show today and introduce our listeners to you. So tell us about this podcast. Why are you doing it? And what are you hoping to achieve with this show? 
Yes. Well, thank you for that, Ben. Um, this this has it's really an extension of the conversations that are happening around um, around the region, the nation, and the world about the impact of clean tech. And so we are super excited to bring this content um, to listeners out there. Um, we really wanted to give um, a voice to the people behind clean tech, the people who are really innovating and and driving economic growth wherever they are and and bring some new ideas and share some really cool initiatives and technologies that that people may not be aware of we decided to do this podcast um, kind of late late last year, early this year. Um, and with my communications background, it was sort of a natural fit. So I'm very excited to be the host and and have these types of conversations with um, clean tech leaders, but also um, you know in the in the startup area as well. Um, so there's lots of innovation happening. So we take a look at a lot of different areas of clean tech in our season one. Um, and so we look at smart cities, we look at innovations happening uh, on farms. So that would be regenerative agriculture, some cool things going on there, um, and, and renewable energy and transportation. We have um, a guest from Audi um, who is phenomenal, and they are just really trailblazing that space. In addition to you know, a bunch of other um, participants, but our conversation with with um, Audi is uh, terrific. It's, he, he definitely gives some really great insights into um, how a big major brand is looking at consumer demand and consumer need and looking to collaborate on EVs. Fantastic. Awesome. Really, really happy to hear about the lens for that show because... I try to tell all the amazing stories of clean energy on this show, but there are not enough episodes and there is not enough time to get all of the amazing stories of the clean energy industry in North Carolina told. So thank you so much for for doing that work because I'm very, very interested to see what the podcast is like. And I'm really happy that it's coming from an academic institution, because I think that really shows that North Carolina realizes the importance in providing our students and our young people and future clean energy professionals with the foundation to continue to grow this industry, because I feel like we're just getting started. You know, we're second in the nation in solar, but we also have the largest offshore wind potential of any state on the East Coast. You know, we're, we're talking about cities that have just set 100% clean energy goals. So North Carolina is such an exciting state to be in for clean energy and really excited that you all are doing this podcast Again, it's called Innovating to a Clean Economy, and it is through the Clean Tech and Innovation Program at the Institute for the Environment at UNC Chapel Hill. And the host of that show is the wonderful person that you are hearing here on this show, Kirsten Williams. So Kirsten, thank you so much for doing that work, and thank you so much for being a guest on the show today. Thank you, Ben. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we look forward to continuing to share these stories um, with your audience, with you, and you're welcome to come on our podcast anytime.
Yes. Awesome. Would love to do that. And before we go, how can people learn more about you? Are you on Twitter? Do you have a website that you want people to visit? How can people engage with the work that you're doing? I think the best way to do that is go to, um, uh, if you Google Clean Tech Summit, UNC Clean Tech Summit, um, that's where we live right now. Uh, we've got um, tabs on there where we continually update uh, in terms of our webinars. Uh, we're continuing um, looking ahead for this summer. We're continuing to look at producing a bunch more webinars um, on a variety of different topics. Um, this summer, our interns are working on um, startups. Uh, and so we're also creating this really cool platform for startups and SMEs that have cool innovations to share, um, helping to raise their visibility a little bit. Um, and then, of course, um, producing some video around what they're doing. Uh, and um, so look for that stuff. But that definitely, if you Google UNC Clean Tech Summit, you will find us. Uh, and of course, the podcast will be available wherever you listen to your podcast in July. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Kirsten. Really great to learn about your work. And thanks for being on the pod. Thanks, Ben. See you next time. And that's all, folks, the 32nd episode of the Squeaky Clean Energy podcast, bringing the latest in clean energy right to your ears. Thanks, as always, for listening. And my key takeaway for this show is to stress the importance of partnerships within our industry. I see every episode of Squeaky Clean as a small partnership in a collaborative effort to tell the story of clean energy in North Carolina and advance the clean energy future in our state. Despite the serious challenges that we currently face, there are a lot of developments happening to drive the industry forward, and you listening to the show is a sign that the message is getting out. And of course, the new podcast that Kirsten and IE Cleantech at UNC are launching is part of that effort, so please be on the lookout for that show when it drops. It should be very soon. Again, if you'd like to learn more about the upcoming Making Energy Work webinar on July 14th at 3 p.m., you can do so and register at makingenergywork.com. Thank you so much again for listening. I'll see you next time. I hope you have a great day and please stay safe out there.